Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty. I'm Shazzy Hunt and on Tuesdays, I like to sit down and have a conversation with a beauty expert. Now there's nothing like those first few glorious days after you've either had a spray tan done or you've done a DIY fake tan yourself. But sadly, that initial flawless finish will start to fade after a few days. However, there are a few tricks of the trade to help you get the maximum livelihood out of your spray tan. And to tell us all about them, I've called in the help of tanning expert Kate Joseph. Kate is the director of Dolce Vita Beauty, and she's here to share some industry secrets on how you can extend your spray tan longevity. Kate, thanks for joining us on New Beauty. Hello, Shazzy. Let's start with timeframes for this one. I'd love to know what the potential difference could be if you have a fake tan and you don't do anything, no pre and post care versus if you do all the things. What could the difference be in how long the tan lasts? You're probably looking about a week difference. That's huge. And then for fake tan first timers who've never gone into a salon to have it done, what's the ballpark cost of getting it done full body? So full body tan, you're looking around $50 to $55. We charge $52 for a full body tan. I want to bring that up early because if you are making an investment like that and there's a difference that you can have it, you know, over a week or you can have it under a week, it's all down to you and the steps you take before and after you get the fake tan done. Yeah, exactly. So regardless of if you're having a professional spray tan done or you're just doing a DIY job yourself, Preserving that fake tan is as much about what you do before it's applied as what you do afterwards. Can you explain why? When you're looking at pre and post care, it's actually about the skin cells as well because the tan is sitting on the surface of the skin. So it's just like when you would exfoliate your skin, whether it be on your face or your body, those dead skin cells are coming off. So if you've got tan sitting on that top layer of the skin and you've got dead skin or dry skin, it is going to affect how quickly the tan comes off. So preparing the skin before by exfoliating really, really well, also being well hydrated before and after is going to help the longevity of the tan. So exfoliating beforehand, is there anything in particular you should or shouldn't use? It sounds so simple to just say exfoliate your skin, but the amount of people we have coming in who have just exfoliated their skin, but they've got excess soap or the exfoliating beads left on their skin. They haven't actually washed it off properly. So although they've done a fantastic job at exfoliating, they've actually got residue, which then affects the tan. So it is quite an art form, but you can even just use, you know, one of those loofah gloves and a bit of body wash or a bit of soap, but you just really want to buff the dead skin cells off the skin. And then it's really important to actually, if you're doing it in the shower, to make sure everything is washed off. So we always say to people, if you're using body wash, if you're using soap, make sure that you let the water really, really run and even use your hands to kind of press everything off. Because 
we have found before that sometimes people's tans will be streaky. Whatever you use to exfoliate, you want to make sure all the residue is well off the skin. But ideally, if you're coming for a, a tan, you want to have showered, exfoliated, not put on any deodorant, no perfume, just be clean and dry. That will be your best tan. Even in the days leading up to having a fake tan done, should you be no longer shaving or using body or face products that contain active ingredients? Are these going to interfere at all? No, so you can use them, but you don't want to use them too close to your tanning appointment. So some people will ask us about shaving and waxing and, you know, oh, can I shave after the tan or can I wax after the tan? Absolutely not. And if you're doing it before the tan, I would recommend sort of 12 hours, 24 hours before if you can shave and wax. But using actives will actually help have a peeling effect, which is actually going to prepare the skin in a way, you would just want to do that prior to the tan so that when you've had your shower, you're not then putting on any actives. If you're getting a tan in the day, I'd recommend the night before doing shaving, waxing actives, and then just having a fresh, clean shower before the spray tan appointment. Okay. So most spray tans or DIY tans have a wash-off element involved either a few hours after you've had the tan done, or maybe even the next day after the application. So At this stage in the process, what can be done here to help the tan last the longest? If you've got a two-hour tan, if you've got an overnight tan, whenever your wash-off time may be, once you have washed off your tan, moisturise. Having your skin hydrated can extend the life of your tan by about four to seven days. The more hydrated your skin is in the lead-up, the more that moisturiser is going to extend it after. I have a hilarious story. It's an existing client, but this happened before I owned the business. She was doing the tan and the owner had said, okay, I think two hours will be a great time for you. After two hours, you'll be this color. She said, okay, great. So she went home. She was really careful, stood in the air conditioning. And then after two hours, she went great, put her clothes on, went out. She went to a hen's. She was at a nightclub. She's at the nightclub and the tan is just dripping down her. Because she hasn't washed it off. She hasn't washed it off. And her friend said to her, (laughs) what's happening with this tan? It's dripping. And she said, oh, I left it on for two hours. She said, well, you didn't wash it all off. And and she said, was I meant to wash oh. it all off? And she had just thought, after two hours, I'm good to go. <laughs> so she was dripping in spray tan. It was all over her dress and everything, just like total nightmare. Okay. So let's make this nice and clear. You need to wash it off. <laughs> There's different tans. They can be one hour, two hour, eight hours. They can be sleep in tans. But once your timing for the tan is up, you have to wash it off. Yes. <laughs> Actually, in that wash off process, is there anything in terms of movements or products you should be using in the shower as you wash the tan off? No, less is more in terms of that. Really, you can just let the water just wash the tan off. If you want to use a little bit of body wash, again, no actives, nothing to strip the tan, a little bit of soap. But really, if you just let the water wash that tan, off, you'll get a better finish. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. So you've got 
that absolute initial wash off. You've gone in heavy with the moisturizer to try and get the most out of your tan. What about the days to come afterwards? What should you be using and how often? Really all you need to do after your tan is moisturize because once it's on the skin, it's kind of a set and forget. It will just fade as it fades. But what you want to do is you want to increase the longevity of it. So if you have dry skin, like a lot of people will have dry skin on their elbows, on their knees, and that's actually something we do in the prep steps. So we always tell people where to put moisturizer beforehand. So we'll normally say elbows, knees, tops of your hands, tops of your feet. And the reason is those are the drier areas. So if you apply cream, once you've got the tan off, it will come off more evenly because those areas have been hydrated to kind of the level of the rest of the body. Moisturizer is great, but a tan extending moisturizer is even better because it won't work if you don't have a tan. It won't give you color if you don't have color. But on top of a tan, it will actually build on that existing color and it can give you, again, an extra four to five days. And if you use the same brand, so we use Vanity at Dolce Vita Beauty, our tan extending moisturizer is their bronzing custard. And if you use that on top of the tan that you've just had, it will actually increase that same color. Now we've said no loofah, no shaving, no waxing. Is there anything else you need to avoid or minimize in the days after? In a perfect world and ideally, you would avoid showers, swimming pools, people who go to the gym a lot, sweating a lot. If you're sweating a lot, if you're going in pools a lot, it will bring off the tan a lot quicker. And because what comes with swimming and sweating is showering, the more moisture that's on the skin, the quicker it is going to come off the skin. The time you have to be careful is once your tan is activating. When your tan's activating, you don't want to get it wet. Even if you scrape it kind of at the edge of a cabinet or something, it will leave a mark in the tan. A lot of people ask about when their tan's activating, if they can put clothes on, and you absolutely can. If you put clothes on and it smudges your tan all around, it's fine. The tan will actually still look perfect, even if your clothes have moved it. You stole my myth for today, which was, does swimming and sweating make your fake tan fade faster? But are you saying it's not actually those acts, but rather the showering that occurs after swimming or sweating? If you swam once or twice, or you were just having your daily shower, you're still going to get your seven day benefits. But if you're a gym junkie, you're in there once a day, twice a day, and then sweating and then showering, it will definitely come off quicker. You're probably only going to get four to five days of really good tan, unless you're doing that moisturized top up. And when the time comes, when you sadly notice that, you know, patchiness or flaking is starting to occur, the tan is disappearing, how do you manage this transition period gracefully? <laughs> That's a great question. Sometimes it doesn't look that graceful when you've got lots of little <laughs> patches everywhere. You can try and exfoliate them off, but the drier the skin, the more they will stick. But if you get a tan erasing product or you can do a DIY, a lot of people will do kind of like a bicarb soda and a lemon juice mixed together, leave that on the area and it will help lift it and then you exfoliate. Or you can just exfoliate really well, book in for another appointment and we're pretty good at kind of blending and topping up when there's existing tan still on the skin. Amazing. Kate, thanks for all your advice for getting the most out of our spray tans. Thank you very much for having me, Shazzy. This podcast was made by Mamma Mia, the only women's media company in Australia. If you want to support women's media, we'd love it if you became a Mamma Mia subscriber. There's a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'm Shazzy Hunt. Our show producer is Michaela Floriano. And remember, a new episode of the You Beauty podcast drops every single weekday. Bye.